Body, Mind, Spirit Radio, your life connection to the information for a healthy body, an enlightened mind, and a renewed spirit. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone, and welcome to Journey into Oneness. I am your host, Darlene Soa, coming to you from the refreshingly warm and balmy mountains of western North Carolina. It's uh, spring-like for sure. Um, There are so many birds that are now singing, greeting each day. I just absolutely love it. Uh, A little rainy lately, but uh, magical nevertheless. Um, there's just something about waking up to the sound of birdsong that puts a smile on my face and lifts my spirit. And what a special day this is today. Valentine's Day is a great day to recognize and remember that our true identity is pure love and that it's also the identity of everything and everyone around us. So let's take a few minutes now to connect to that love by stopping all multitasking and place your hand on your chest over your heart. Close your eyes and focus on that heart and on the area beneath your hand. And begin now to take slow, conscious breaths. Breathing in love and breathing out love. See if you can hear the beat of your own heart. And focus on how your lungs gently expand and contract. And recognize how effortlessly your body gives and receives the love that's in the breath. There's no holding on. There's no grasping. There's just an effortless flow of love in and out. Recognize also how incredibly perfect and beautiful this life is. Feel the gratitude and peace that fills your heart. Life is such a precious gift. And although the world may be full of challenges, with the strength of the love that's within your heart, you can change reality moment by moment. You are that powerful. You are that supported. You are that loved. Continue to feel that love and feel your whole body letting out a large sigh, just embracing that love that is around you. And now with these thoughts anchored deep into your heart, slowly open your eyes. So how are you doing? Isn't it great to take time to focus on love? It seems to me that love and connectedness go hand in hand. And you really can't have one without the other. You just can't feel deeply connected to something without feeling love for it and vice versa. Our ancestors knew this and lived it this connectedness to all life. It was ingrained in their culture, love for each other and for the nature around them 
and they felt especially connected to nature. For them, nature was not only part of them, it was often their greatest teacher as well. As a society in general, we've lost that connection and the wisdom that goes along with it. But I think there's a growing consciousness that is recognizing once again the importance of listening to the ancient wisdom of our ancestors and restoring this connection to nature and the oneness of all life. And that's what our guest is here today to share with us. Marian Edmund is a remarkable woman who is passionate about bringing back the wisdom and teaching of our ancestors as passed on through the 13 original clan mothers. She is someone who lives consciously, embracing all of life's challenges with courage, and is dedicated to sharing her knowledge and experience in working with the teachings of these clan mothers and how it helped her in her spiritual journey and continues to help her. And we're so anxious to hear about this. So, Marion, welcome to Journey into Oneness. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited uh, to have you here because uh, in our journey into oneness, connecting to nature is, is really a big thing and connecting to the wisdom of the past. So can you start off by telling us um, who exactly are the 13 original clan mothers and how did you get introduced to them? I, I rather stumbled upon them. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it started with the um, Jamie Sam's the medicine cards. I don't know if you're familiar with yes, that. Yes, I am. I, I yes. use those. Yes. So um, they're all they're, they're pictures of animals, and through um, Native American tradition, um, animals uh, show up for us and they carry messages, particular meaning. Um, they get our attention for a particular reason. So I was online, I was um, Googling, I was looking looking into the medicine cards and I saw she had something called the 13 Original Clan Mothers. So I ordered the book, <clears throat> picked it up and, and started reading it. And it absolutely struck me full heart in my chest. Mm-hmm. Um, we are living in a modern day age and yet... The, what she talks about here, the 13 clan mothers, um, they all were applicable, lessons were applicable to what's going on now for us and how to navigate our issues. And it all comes down to, um, at the time, for me, it was, it was on a search for wholeness, mm. search for self. Um, and when you um, read the stories... They all do. They all circle back around to self. All of them do. I'm going to read. I'd like to read this one section here. Sure. Um, one little piece here really, um, really anchored this for me. And this is pretty much what what the clan mothers are about. Women are being offered an opportunity to become living extensions of her love by healing themselves. Her love meaning Earth Mother. As healed humans, we may become pockets of safety where others still wounded can seek the tools to use and find their own paths to healing themselves. As women, we are continually writing the history of the legacy of women. We cannot point a finger at men or at each other without owning the pain of past generations who forgot how to give or teach human compassion. Our own family trees are filled with teaching situations and with tragic examples that may have blinded our own ancestors to the value of truth as it is found in love. Now the destiny of wholeness of the human race falls to the sisterhood because all things are born of woman. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I know. So one of the the, um, nuggets is that... uh, Everything comes from mother, from from the womb, from from, and 
back then, it just resonated with me so so much because it was it was feeling like there was a momentum about it's getting back to the feminine, the divine feminine, to the feminine, honoring what is being a, a female, and um, and then in turn, I also saw that wounded womb came to mind that in order to heal the feminine the feminine aspects of this world we we need to heal our own wounds and wounds everything comes through the mother we are coming through the wounded womb basically are we not we are we are yeah so um and, and and I don't care what you read. I I, I you know every book I've, I've read all kinds of new age metaphysical books in, in the past you know six or seven years when I started, and the wisdom there is the same wisdom which is in the, in the clan mothers. It's like you can't you can't heal anyone else until you heal your first yourself first. You can't love any truly love anyone else until you learn to love yourself first. So right. I, I see this book as a way to help navigate that for us and to look at that in different ways and what, what that looks like for each of us. You know, um, so basically it, it's putting into practice uh, what some of the other books may say about uh, the spirituality, uh, not keeping it in our head, but actually working through our own stuff. Yeah, where... Someone may find uh, what, one of these metaphysical books a little hard to connect with. This is very down, very down to earth. It is. The language yeah. is very, very simple. Um, so, and then for me, being, uh, you know, a very, I consider myself a mental person. <laughs> <laughs> I could relate to that a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I have that part too. Yeah. This also kind of like, Brings it down more, more tangible for me, more tactile, more visceral, more, you know, all that stuff. So one of the things that I've heard uh, a number of times is that 2018 is the year of embodiment. So this is really working along with that because it's taking all the knowledge that we have and helping us really apply it to ourselves, to our story, and truly embody the peace and the love that we are. Before we can do that, though, we need to really look deep within ourselves to see what needs to be healed, what right. needs to be addressed, what needs to be um, nurtured. Um, now, one of the, I think one of the problems people have, <laughs> speaking about this earlier, one of the one of the difficulties people have with meditation, they start they start to sit, and all of a sudden stuff starts, starts popping up, mm-hmm. stuff they don't want to look at. Is that a real game, whack a mole? I don't. I've never <laughs> played it. I don't know. So, so you're meditating, and this this thing it's like you whack it down. You don't want to look at it because you want to go up. Right. You know, but. Before you can, you've got you've got to come in. It's not out there; it's within. And and this month was our answers to dwell within. They're not out there. So um, instead of whacking that bowl, you grab a hold of it and you look at it and go, "Okay, this is me. Look at it. Be with it. Honor it. Say okay, then release it." So in each of these stories, there's something to be learned about. You know, there's a reflection about ourselves. And I think we were talking earlier that as many times as I'll read a chapter, I'll pick up something different each time that, that I read. Okay, so to go back a little bit for yeah. the 13 uh, clan mothers, there's one a month. There's one a month. And it's all about truth. And it really comes down to, I, I think it really comes down to our truth and how we deal with it. So, for example... The first month talks of relations, talks with relations, the mother of nature. She's about learning the truth. And what, when we look around, what, what is to be extracted from whether, so for example, um, 
Yeah, I'll give you an example. This was one that came up earlier. Um, living in Connecticut in a neighborhood, uh, everybody was seeing bears. <laughs> what? Darn, I want to see a bear. <laughs> I just want everybody to get to see a bear, and I don't get to see a bear. So I've got two of my two dearest friends there. One takes a picture of a bear. Mary, I see a bear. And it's a picture of a bear, and it's walking along a path on their, behind their house in the woods. Very delineated, clear path. It didn't go off the path. It was on the path. The other neighbor took a picture, and the bear is sitting in her yard, and it's just sitting there, and it's eating something. So I don't know what got into me, but it's re- those bears were reflecting back to those women aspects of themselves. So I decided to, so this is the card medicine, about bear medicine, and bears, they do, they'll, they'll follow a particular path. They'll actually wear away stone. But they're about introspection. They're about, they're very strong. They're healing. So I said to the one who the bear was on the path, I said, I said, that bear is, is talking to you about walking your path and being firm in your convictions about walking and doing that. Very powerful creatures. Well, she was getting ready to do a speech at her church. She was getting ready to step into a role to talk about wow. what, whatever Bible and, and all sorts of things that she was through her personal experiences. The other one, the bear sitting there, I said, well, that bear for you is about taking care of yourself. That bear was just sitting there eating itself. She was beginning to get sick. She was one of those people who was taking care of everybody else but herself. And she needed to sit down and feed. And I'm talking up with that in little parentheses. Feed herself and nourish herself. Wow. So if you are, if you say to your higher self or universe, this is how I want my information to come in, it will come in that way. That's the beauty of it. <laughs> so is, is that exactly what, what you did to get you started this really, way? It pretty much did because I, it was like starting from there, everything is something and something is everything. I'm not going to make everything a, I'm not mystical, you know. It's not a, turning everything into mysticism, but it's, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm walking around here. But where's my information coming from? It can come from your car, you know, you, you, all of a sudden, you, you uh, let's say you're, um, you get, re- uh, you, you front end somebody. You bump the front end of your bumper. You know, you know what I'm saying? You, right. You damage the front bumper. Okay. If I'm saying everything is something, I, I've just dinged the high front dump, bumper. I'm getting ahead of myself. Right. Moving too fast. Yes. I'm getting yes. ahead of myself. I'm right. in the future and not in the present. Okay. So... How you choose, you can decide, and it will come. It'll come in that way. For for the clan mothers, nature was was very important as far as what it reflected back. And and every, I, it's fun for me because every month, um, she she talks about these animals and how they relate the the meanings of them. And um, I will make little tickets up, and you guys pull your own ticket. You're you're your own creators. So I'm not going to draw this. So they're all in there in a pool. That little ball gets passed around, and you pull your own ticket out. That's your information for that for that month. For that month, you pulled it. That was okay. out of all those animals. Sometimes people pull too, but out of all those animals, that's what you pulled, and that's what you need to go and think about and focus on because you're there. You showed up, right? You showed well, up for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So talk about this month. Uh, who is the clan mother for? Um, is the um, wisdom keeper, and she's about uh, the wisdom keeper. She honors the truth. So we had a we talked about some things. Um, let's see, remembering our experiences and the lessons. What we what we gleaned, what we extracted out of them, um, honoring those, so we can move forward. Because if you are still thinking about the past, 
and hanging on to those things, you can't move forward. Um, she was also, another big thing that came up with her was about um, so here's, here's, Wisdom Keeper teaches us how to interact with others, always honoring their sacred spaces and sacred points of view without feeling as if we must defend our own view, viewpoints. As we honor I mean, we've heard this before. We know this. Right. We've heard this before. So, what it also and from what it also spoke to for me was about our self-esteem. If you are standing in your own truth, your own your own beliefs, then you don't require your self-esteem isn't based on somebody else's validation of your information. You feel so comfortable with who you are yes. that you don't need to have an approval of anyone outside. No, you don't need. You are, you are your own creator, basically. Right. Um, that's tough for a lot of people. That's tough for some people to get. It's, it's, um, her, she was all about, there's all, there are many systems in the world. Everybody's entitled to to meet to connect with Creator, the divine in their own way. There is no one way to do that, and everybody's in their own in their own time in their own space at their own pace. And to honor that, I don't. I I read this. I don't. One of the books. It's like you can't um, teach a fish to climb a tree. To expect something from someone who is who is incapable, and you don't get right. you allow that. So sometimes, uh, if we are not comfortable in who we are, by asking other people or hoping for other people to think the way we do and to embrace our truth. That makes that may make us feel better when in actuality it is just a making us more insecure, making us more insecure. Mm-hmm. So it's the idea that my way is the right way, and and I can get more people to believe me. It's it's just rooted in the fact that we're not our own person. The other the other she makes a, a good point in saying that you don't you you offer your information when asked. You don't right. impress it upon others. Right. So honoring your truth is recognizing what your truth is. Who are you and what, what do I want? And then if you feel, you know, uh, any insecurity about that, that's something that you can work on so that you are more anchored into exactly who you are, accepting it. So one of the tools um, I find particularly helpful is what is reflected back to me. If I'm... Cause those things aren't easy to find sometimes. Sometimes you don't even know what they are. Right. So uh, if someone says, man, that person is, this is an example, so full of themselves. Where's, you know, they're so egotistical. They're blah, 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 blah. So um, what I would say, if that was me, I'd say, okay, Marion, because mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm making a, a value judgment. Like, where are they to be so, you know? So I'm saying, okay, Mayor, what is it about you that you are not validating? Your specialness, your uniqueness, your strengths, you are. So in that reflection, I'm, what is being reflected back to me is that I'm in, I need to validate myself. More. Yeah. Yeah. I need, to, yeah, my self-worth, my, you know. And through uh, the 13 clan mothers, each one, each month, picks a certain aspect for us to fully consider and embrace. Through these wonderful stories. Sometimes they're kind of like snowflakes talk and trees talk and things like that. Yeah, well, some people actually do hear trees talk. (laughs) Right. Unfortunately, I'm not one of them. (laughs) (laughs) 
But yeah, through these stories, there are um, they, it helps reflect back to us. So as you're, as you're reading them, you go, oh. <laughs> so, so for example, um, one month uh, loves all things. I forget what the month was, but anyway, it's her her is like loves all things. So she she goes around loving all things. But what happens is she forgot to love herself. Ah. She has responsibility for loving herself. So through this story, the whole process gets re- and it was like an aha moment. <laughs> Oh, because I'm going to, if I don't take care of myself, I'm going to be out of here. I won't be able to take care of anybody else. So, you know, some of these stories keep, some of these um, messages keep coming back and to be reinforced, but it all comes back down to you. You can't heal anybody else until you heal yourself. Um, you can't really love anybody else until you learn to love yourself. So this, uh, it, it seems pretty deep. Yeah, it seems exactly. that this is not just reading something. This is really yeah. putting it to work. And, and the whole and point of this, why I started the circle was, was this. So I'm sitting in classes, I'm reading books, and I'm like, it's time. And, and the stuff that's been changing in the world, it was about the woman, the female essence, that I felt this was part of my journey, and I think it was, there was it seemed like there was a need for others to talk about what they were going through also because we have shared experiences right and as you uh said um a little while ago we uh each have a um a womb that has been hurt that is broken mm-hmm. uh and this is the time right now with the rising of the divine feminine to really uh come together in community and to realize that it is up to us to work through this. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are, you know, it can be, re- you know, I'm just thinking, we have a tendency to look, again, this looking outside, looking to, for someone to come in and fix us, save us, make decisions for us, bottom line. We are our own saviors. Right, right. That's one of the things that I had gotten uh, is working with the clan mothers and the wisdom. Uh, when we seek the wisdom of the clan mothers, it's not that we're asking uh, from any wisdom from spirit to come in. What we're asking for, and this I think it, it states in the book, is um, that we're asking for their assistance in helping us take our inward journey within ourselves Mm -hmm. and find the answers because Mm -hmm. our answers are hidden within us Mm -hmm. and they are only assisting us along the way in discovering Mm us. Yeah, through we get reflected. It just gets anything that that you that pinches you or you kind of doesn't. It's like that's what you need to examine because that is what that is something that needs to be healed, embraced, whatever you want to, you know, maybe you want to put to it. And sometimes it, it is a little, a little thing that just being aware of it and say, oh, that's it. And making a change can really make a huge difference. Yeah, you see it, it's like, oh. It's like, yeah, and then it changes your whole perspective, mm-hmm. you know, on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, this was all about bringing this forward into now. Right now. This stuff is just as relevant now as it was back then. Back then meaning? When's back? Um, the Native American culture, the wisdoms of these. They, there were um, uh, women's medicine circles that actually, um, these, te- these were teachings that part of the women's medicine circles. And it's still applicable just as much, if not Today. so. No, absolutely, yeah. Because that's what we are doing. We are birthing mm-hmm. the new. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> that is really nicely put. <laughs> we we got to heal ourselves first. Yeah. And that's really hard to do. So this notion of having a group of women come together, and this isn't about, at first, uh, you know, this would have been nice club once a month, but it's like it needs to be more than that. It would need to be more proactive. And and by me doing this, I'm 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 doing for myself also. Right. 
So um, we come together. It's a safe space. And the whole point is we all have each other's medicine. We may not know it, but when we allow ourselves to open up and talk about these things, the first step in here, bringing them up, talking and looking at them. And also, um, there is power in being vulnerable. That's a, that sounds like an oxymoron, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I don't think it is. There's there's strength in vulnerability. One of um, one of the clan mothers talked about this, and that um, and this was this was a big one for me. We we can become so masterful in in so many ways. So this this particular clan mother, she was very skilled. And masterful. She was teaching men how to navigate trails and how to hunting and the women. And she was, had put herself above, not realizing she had done that. She had, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, there, in a place where there, the, 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 the tribes people couldn't connect with her because she didn't uh, allow herself to show her vulnerability. Mm-hmm. So she was a leader of, of her group, her clan, but there was squabbling going on. So some of the guy, men were saying, well, why can't you be more like the clan, this clan mother, you know, blah, blah, blah. So there was this, like, bickering going on. And then she realized that um, that, was, that was wisdom of the story, that um, she's not perfect. She needed to show her vulnerability to become more human. And that's how we interact with people. So in my life, I'm all kinds of hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I became relatively skilled at a lot of them. So some of so, so Marion, who would blood did this? Blah, blah, blah. I go, well, oh, I did that. Oh, you did. Or who did? Marion, who did that? Like, well, I did that. You did. So I didn't overtly put that out, but when I was asked, I said that. So what happened was, and here... This was early on. I used to work with men all the time in my my jobs. So now I'm in a place where I'm going to learn to connect with the women, with female energy. And it's totally different, totally different. So in a way, I'm bringing male energy into this group, right? And there's a little bit of a disconnect there. So that was very difficult to, nav- to navigate that. But basically, what happened was... When I started opening up and sharing, whether it be my vulnerabilities, insecurities, or failures, or whatever, you know, things along those lines, the space got closer, the gap got bridged, and all of a sudden, there was some genuine dialogue. I I became human. You know know what I'm getting at? It was like, oh, wow. (laughs) <laughs> so there was power in that because I accumulated help me. I, I had people standing beside me now that I didn't have before, which was very helpful because I ended up, I was going through, going through a divorce. It was a difficult time. And if I hadn't had, and it wasn't even, it was like I was trying to do this or anticipated doing that. It was just something that just, just occurred I, naturally or whatever, maybe my higher self knew I needed to do this. But those those women were very important to me during those difficult times. And if I hadn't have become vulnerable, you know, I would not have had the help I needed to help navigate that time in my life too. So, so basically, you were really standing into your truth, yeah, and sharing that with others, yeah. and not saying, "Oh, this is the part of me I don't want to share," or "I don't." They're not interested. Or they're not interested. No, we just, yeah. And what we often find is that we are so similar. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) The stories in groups sometimes, it's like, oh, yeah, I seem to have, yeah, I can relate to that. Yeah. And and everybody's got a different perspective on on things that is very helpful, I find. Right. I mean, I've thought about it in a particular way. Right. 
right? But really uh, owning your own truth, all of it, you know, not just uh, parts that uh, maybe you want everyone to see, but uh, sharing exactly who you are with everyone. You feel that deeper connection, and then you feel a greater insight, you know. You do. And you may not, they may not agree with you sometimes with what you share, but again, with a second grandmother, it's okay because we need to learn to honor everybody's different opinions about things and their journeys to to, to wholeness and their journeys to finding their connection to the divine or whatever. It's like honor it. So this basically uh, is, we're talking about a book, uh, the book, The 13 Original Clan Mothers, mm-hmm. uh, by Jamie Sands. Mm-hmm. And it's something that anyone really can um, start their own group, own circle, and uh, go through it at their own pace and Absolutely. and gain the wisdom from this. Yeah. And you may find some very funny things happening. When I, when I first, I, I had this book already. And I popped into Crystal Visions and I said, is there anybody teaching the 13 clan mothers or talking about them? And I really didn't expect him because it's sort of like out of the blue pretty much. Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, yeah, there's so-and-so is teaching this. I'm going, really? <laughs> so I got her number and um, contacted her. And they were starting in September, I think it was, which is interesting. So anyway... Um, so I went there, and it was a group of four, and uh, it was it was very much like a book club kind of thing format. We, we there was some wonderful conversations there, but one of the things was was it, um, October, I think it was Weez the Web came around, and uh, there was a spider. It's about weaving the web, spiders mm-hmm. creating circles within circles, and how everything's interconnected and everything. And it wasn't until I, I sat down with that group that one day. This front door here, um, I opened the door one morning, and here is this amazing spider web, literally at eyes level with a spider in big big spider in the middle. It's like, ah, like that. It's just like, and I'm looking at that and of all the places it could be. So I'm like, oh my God, that's universe. Got a message for me. <laughs> <laughs> and it had to do with reconnecting with my creativity. When I when I started to examine it, that's what that was about and how things are connected. So even just starting going to that place uh, called Crystal Visions with all the events that I started to connect with people. And this is a community. I created my own family and community. Started with the community and now family with someone. With them, from that as far as some of the people I've met. So we're living in a time right now when you just set your intention out to the universe. It'll show up. And, <laughs> and it shows up big time. It shows up big time. That's for sure. But That's I will sure. I will emphasize it's not just a mental intention. It, it's got to be both from the heart. It's right. a feeling thing. That's what sets up the vibration. The heart, the feeling thing. You can you can think about something all you want, so unless you you, you tie it to that that heartfelt vibration, that's what that's what sends it out. And then the next step is you need to act. So right. <laughs> so when the, when the clan mothers uh, stopped, um, it was like for four months. They've been the group had been going on longer, but it actually came to an end. I was like, oh no! And I'm thinking, I need to do this. Am I ready to do this? And I wasn't ready to do at that point. So. Um, time went by, and then it was like, "You need to step. You need to step up, Marion." And I'm like, "What am I going to do?" And then this came to mind. So I'm 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 navigating my way through this. How this is how this group looks, and how it changes every month a little bit, something different. And a lot of times I'll, I'll just like I'll put it out there. So what are we going to do? So we started with the drumming. Um, the healing drumming session. And um, so I think it's like the last 20 minutes or 30 minutes, somebody goes down if they they want some healing. And as a group, we will, we will uh, drum healing over them. 
And that's been pretty powerful. Yeah, well, this, right. we've done it twice now, yeah. So, um, yeah, it was almost like Spirit said, yeah, that's a good idea, let's do that. It just all right. of a sudden. So that's, in, that, in order for that circle, that circle is to facilitate healing. It's not just to come and we sit as baby birds look to be fed. It's about deep diving, if, if I can say that. Right. Yeah. Right. If you're willing to go there. There's that group is supportive of that lovely energy in that group and a lovely bunch of women. So um, if we have the intention in our heart that we want to dive deeper, mm-hmm. that we want to go further than we've ever gone, although we have no idea what that means, mm-hmm. all we have to do is feel that in our heart and then pay attention. Mm-hmm. It'll show up. And yeah. it will show up. It will show up. And, you know, for some people, it, it could be if they have a connection to nature, it will show up that way. If they have right. a strong connection, that's that's the hard thing. For some people, it could be numbers. Numbers are very powerful. I love numbers. I mean, on a clock, if I see 11, 11, 11, 11, come, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. So yeah. you know what I'm talking about. So right. it could be number 673. And their website, so what that means. Right. So if you keep seeing that number all the time, that's universe or your higher self or whatever you want to attribute to it, it's like giving a message. So go look at what that is. And you'll be surprised how many times, for me, it's always what, it's like, oh, yeah, that's spot on. That's spot on. Yeah. It, um, the other thing that I wanted to say uh, is that nature always speaks to me. I, <laughs> I I I need to spend so much time in nature. Yeah, it seems. And I remember this one time that um, I was hiking with somebody, felt very comfortable, and all of a sudden there was a stream that we were crossing. And I don't um, use any poles when I hike. Uh, I just love the freedom of mm-hmm. just uh, having my hands free and grabbing on sometimes to a, a, a tree limb. And this was a pretty big stream. And the first thought that came to my mind was, I'm not ready for this. Yeah. I had actually no choice. You know, I guess I, we could have backtracked, but it was like, well, it's in front of me, so I better think about how I'm going to cross it. And I uh, remember I just looked to the side and uh, thinking that I need a stick. And to the side, there was a perfect tree limb. <laughs> yeah. That was going to help me cross it. So I, I I got a number of lessons out of that. You know, the one was that we think sometimes, oh, I can't gather a group together because I don't even know this stuff myself. Yeah. 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 We think that so often, but it's not about you being up there, you being the knower of everything. Yeah. You know, and getting that it, it's about being vulnerable and gathering like minded people together so that you together can travel the journey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you do that, that you know, you'll have that stick, you know, by the water, or the universe will give you exactly what you need. You know, how many times have we heard that you learn by teaching? And, and then the other, the other, it's like I tell, I've told people in the group, I'm not a teacher, I'm not a fountain. It's like I'm, I'm a facilitator, and I'm there with you also right. to do do healing. And I'm also there. This is an aspect of this. It's like we are here to play. I love that. There, there. I have this saying, this um, piece of artwork from one of the ladies in the group, and it says. Play is the highest form of research. Oh, I love that. Do you know who said that? Yeah. Albert Einstein. Ah. That is so cool. Play is the highest form of research. research. Yeah. So I've come come to play in a lot of ways when I come show up at group two. So there will be do some weird things, you know, before the end of the year, I'm sure. And that keeps you in the highest vibration, too. <laughs> it, we're diving deep, but we can have a good time doing it. Yeah, we can. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I, I want to say one other, this was the, 
important thing about the uh, clan mothers for this month I wanted to put forth, because we did touch on this a little bit, was that she ends the chapter with this. Great mystery never tested human beings on their strengths, but only their weaknesses. The, the, the wisdom road can only be traveled through experience, trial and error. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah, yes, yeah. It's, it's not just knowledge, it's mm-hmm. trial and error. Yeah. They both go together, mm-hmm. definitely. And we learn through our mistakes. Yes, and they're really not mistakes. And our, and our failures, we call, we call failures or mistakes, whatever you want to call them. I don't like those words either. They're, yeah. they're experiences that if you have the right mind, you are extracting information from that. You are extracting right. a lesson. You want to call it a lesson or wisdom or whatever. They're not failures. You, you are, I don't know, can we really make, bad, ever make bad decisions for ourselves, if we are creators and we put ourselves in situations to extract information for for our higher good, for our soul to to grow, for us to be better people, human beings, spiritual beings, I don't think we can make bad decisions. I don't think we can either. And it's interesting that you uh, wouldn't expect, let's say, a... um, Uh, 12-year-old that's doing gymnastics and is um, doing a new routine to do it perfectly the first time. It's absolutely absurd. Mm -hmm. You know that it takes practice and practice and practice. But we don't carry that same thought over to our lives. We expect that whatever we do, you know, should be perfect and we shouldn't make any, any mistakes, as you were saying, or errors, that we should just have this Perfectly straight road taking us higher and higher. Or do I even dare do this for fear of looking foolish? Right. So push that aside. I would not have done this if I had focused on that fear of looking foolish or not knowing enough or not being good enough to do this or, you know, blah, blah, blah. So this is a trial and error of diving deep and enjoying it. And having a good time mm-hmm. and gaining, gaining a tremendous amount of insight and freedom. Yeah. And freedom because we are really letting go of what has been holding us back by being in touch of parts of us that we have ignored before. I came up with this thing um, in meditation. Be courageous. Yeah, it's like be courageous. You know, so yeah. courage. Courage is measured in the distance of the leap. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's why I said you were so courageous in embracing all of life. That was a huge leap for me. <laughs> for me, it was. I yeah. mean, this, this was, you know, ch- our facilit- other facilitator on, on our Friday morning sharings. I had to have a conversation with her not too long ago. It was about this courage. Um, she says, Mary, she says, you have no idea uh, what it took for me to, to say, agree to do this. That was a huge leap for her. Yeah. And yeah. when she, I love those sharing sessions. There's so much that, you know, gained from those, that, that dialogue with these, with these women. And, um, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes we have uh, the viewpoint that when people are doing things that that, uh, they're very comfortable with it, uh, you know, they're they're perfection uh, Mm -hmm. in doing things, and we look at them uh, as if they don't have the same challenges that we may have. Mm -hmm. But um, we're all basically in the same boat. Mm -hmm. We're all stretching ourselves. And, you know, Uh, and when... In a situation like so, you're so whether it be in a teaching situation or a facilitating situation, if there are times that it feels awkward, that is something you why is it, why is it awkward? What is what are you feeling? So right. even that itself, even that is a experience that something needs to be something to be, something to, uh, to be gleaned out of that also. Right. You know, you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, absolutely. It's um, I would imagine centuries ago when people really lived at one with the earth that um, natives did not get up and saying, oh my gosh, uh, you know, I soiled my skin the other day and I'm, I'm embarrassed to go out. <laughs> or, or, or you know, my hair is not, uh, you know, right. Or um, if they didn't have the insecurities that we developed for some reason as society became more and more structured. Mm-hmm. And we don't realize how ridiculous some of these insecurities are. Mm-hmm. That we were just made to wake up in the morning and enjoy the fact that we can breathe in a new day and experience a new day. And whatever is happening, it's a wonderful gift. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, whenever we feel something like insecure or uh, and it's like uneasy. Why? Yeah, yeah, it's like, I don't know. One of the, um, one of her husband, he is a military guy. He had a saying. It was, "Cover the ground you stand." Mm-hmm. So you can you can interpret that many ways. But for me, to interpret it is that like, if you are present energetically in your body, in this, you are covering the ground you are. You will not be anywhere that you aren't supposed to be. You will mm-hmm. be. You are entitled to be there. You, you know what I'm saying? It's like that that's your space too. So there would be no need to be at, ill at ease because should I be here or not or should I do that or not? It's like cover the ground you are. And for me, the other, another way of saying that is play the instrument you are. Not what someone thinks you should, the instrument that they think you should be or how it should be played, play the instrument you are. Right. This is, again, in the clan mothers, own who you are. Yeah. Own who you are. You had mentioned um, a while back about um, drumming, you know, during the uh, gatherings. Oh, that yeah, that's, 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 women's, that's women's medicine. That's connecting to earth mother vibration, vibration, um, Centering, um, that is a tradition that's multicultural, the power of drumming. So it's kind of natural to bring that in. There were there are women's drumming circles. And that's very powerful to connect with that. Yeah. So I don't know if we have time. Did you want to do that, um, that drum prayer? Sure, so, we've got a few minutes. Um, yeah, when I, I got really excited about doing this. I, I wrote this drum prayer a while back. Um, because we're going to be drumming. Never really got an opportunity to do it. But we're going to do it in March. <laughs> All right. We're going to do it in March. So. And this is to facilitate a meditation. So um, those who are listening, get in a comfortable spot and just tune in to the vibration and see what you feel. on top the breath of all the ages. 
Wow. That takes you to another vibration. <laughs> that that is so powerful. That is so powerful. The um, what came to me is that is so connecting you to the heartbeat of the mother. That is connecting you, feeling it, feeling it deep within you. Yeah, it's all about getting grounding. It's not some. It's not about being out there. Right. It's about getting back in our bodies and being grounded. And I have found that um, in my meditation practice, that grounding, my meditations are much more powerful when I go that way. Bringing it in, mm-hmm. bringing it in. Yeah. Boy. Marion, thank you so very much. <laughs> what a way to complete the call. That was phenomenal. That was that was phenomenal. Uh, yeah, I'm practically speechless over here. A great experience. Uh, just want to remind everyone that um, our, uh, we have been talking about the 13 original clan mothers by Jamie Sams. Uh, as a beautiful, beautiful uh, guidebook uh, that can help you uh, connect to your own truth um, and uh, to the earth on a very deep, deep. It's a, a beautiful, beautiful book to have as a guide. Um, if you want more information about that or about Marion, um you can give me a call, uh, again, uh, your host, Darlene Soa, uh, or email me at uh, D-A-R-S-T-A-R, the number one, at sbcglobal.net. Again, that's darstar1 at sbcglobal.net. I just want to leave you with um, a story about love and, and about nature. This was from the Book of Awakening by Mark Nebo. And uh, this little uh, section was called To See with Love. And Nebo tells the story about a young French, uh, Jacques Lucerin. Uh, and this uh, French boy is blind, and he's learning to navigate his way around uh, the sightless world. This is an observation that Lucerin shares, and I quote, It is more than seeing them. It is tuning in on them and allowing the current they hold to connect with one's own. To put it differently, this means an end to living in front of things and a beginning to living with them, end quote. And Nebo adds, to live with things and not in front of them to no longer watch, but to realize that we are a part of everything we see. This is the love that keeps moving us back into wholeness. Happy Valentine's Day. Love you so much. Thanks for tuning in. Namaste.